Judge Jeanine Pirro. She's the outspoken host. Judge Jeanine Pirro is dominating the headlines right now. This is the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show on 77 WABC. Now, here's Judge Jeanine Pirro. Good morning and welcome everyone to the Judge Janine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Happy Sunday, everybody. It's a nice sunny Sunday on this Sunday, November 21st. Yep, it's November 2021. And I hope everyone is enjoying their day so far. I think we're all starting to get used to the cold weather. It is a great morning here in New York City. And as always, we are armed and ready to serve justice with all my great listeners here on Talk Radio 77 WABC and all listening to our stream on the WABCradio.com and on the 77 WABC mobile app. I also want to make sure I hear from you in just a little bit. We're going to be taking your calls right here on the Friends of the Court hotline. You know the number. It's 1-800-848-WABC. That's 1-800-848-9222. Make sure that you give us a call and share your thoughts. And later on in the show, I'll reveal the results of our question of the week. But there's so much that's happened this week in America. I think the biggest story of the week, of course, the Kyle Rittenhouse house case and all that uh, uh, all that weighed on it and all of the people who disagreed and agreed and uh, were pretty much torn over what that verdict should be. Uh, and after last week's $1.9 trillion bill, the bill back better, so-called, bill passed the House, the social infrastructure bill, uh, just enough to make sure that our children and grandchildren are indebted for as long as they live. Uh, but uh, we'll talk about that, and we're going to get to all those topics and break them all down for you on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Plus, later on, I will gavel out with my closing arguments. I'll also reveal a new question of the week, one that you don't want to miss. And, of course, I always love your participation in the polls. I always like to know what you're thinking on topics that matter to justice here in America. It's all coming up in just a few moments here on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. But first, it's time for my opening statement. You know, as schools closed and buildings boarded up and small businesses shuttered, tensions rose as the people of Kenosha, Wisconsin, anxiously waited for the jury to return their verdict in the Kyle Rittenhouse case. To some, it was the case of a young man who took a gun to a protest to defend himself and his community. To others, it represented vigilantism and all the negative connotations that that brings. To me, it was my wheelhouse under a microscope, the criminal justice system openly displayed before a nation on national television. This was more than the case of a 17-year-old. It was more than a six-count indictment reduced to five for shooting three people. At stake was whether the rule of law and the rule of self-defense was still viable and under what circumstances an individual could legally defend himself in the United States of America today. In short, the case was a microcosm of the tensions that had been playing out in America across the country. Now, the President of the United States referred to Rittenhouse as a white supremacist. 
The mainstream media demonized him as a domestic terrorist, one who crossed state lines with an AR-15, a racist, an active shooter, just looking to kill. But at a time when chaos and anarchy seemed to rule on the streets, when Black Lives Matter members could go about burning and tearing down businesses and cities with impunity, many of us felt there was no justice to be had in America. When ordinary taxpaying Americans watched Marxists and social racists destroy our communities, we lost hope. Our anxiety was fueled by a mainstream media so intent on lying about the facts and a prosecutor whose case was contradicted by the very own star witness that they presented to the jury. Well, as outside protesters within hearing range of the jurors whose clear intent was to put pressure and intimidate those jurors. The question for all of us was whether mob justice could be followed by real justice. The question was whether 12 jurors in a country so divided could return a unanimous verdict on all counts. And I'd like you to listen to that verdict. It's sound one, guys. First count of the information, Joseph Rosenbaum. We, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the second count of the information, Richard McGinnis, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the third count of the information, unknown male, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fourth count of the information, Anthony Huber, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fifth count of the information, Gage Grosskreutz, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. Kyle Rittenhouse's not guilty verdict on all counts changed all that. In the end, Americans watched the criminal justice system and 12 brave jurors who recognized their responsibility and the oath they took. They based their verdict on the law and the facts. America breathed a sigh of relief because Lady Justice was blind to the claims of the liars and the so-called social justice warriors and only heard the facts the law, and the evidence presented to them within the four corners of that courtroom. Thank God those 12 jurors had the courage, the strength, and the integrity to return a verdict that was consistent with the truth. It has reinforced our faith in the American criminal justice system. And that's my opening statement here on the Judge Janine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. And I am very interested in hearing from you. This is a case that literally uh, caused America to divide the way it's been divided. But I got to tell you, I was in Phoenix, Arizona, giving a speech and there were 2,500 people there. And I was in the middle of talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse case. And all of a sudden, it was pin quiet in there. I mean, you could hear a, you could hear a pin drop. And all of a sudden, one person yelled, 
verdict. And then I said, I was on the, I was on the stage, obviously. I didn't have my phone with me. And I, and I just said, a verdict? When are they going to return it? And they, everybody started opening up their phones and they said, now, now. And I bowed my head and all of a sudden the room exploded. When I say exploded, it exploded. I didn't even need to hear what the answer was. 2,500 people were on their feet because they knew that the verdict was one that reflected the truth. You know, we have been so intimidated by the left. We have been so intimidated by a president who, without any idea of what the facts are, without any knowledge of who this young boy was, decided to, de- to defame him and call him a white supremacist. And this ditz Kamala Harris, who is our vice president, I want you to hear what she had to say about the verdict. Sound two, guys. The verdict really speaks for itself. As many of you know, I've spent a majority of my career working to make the criminal justice system more equitable and clearly there's a lot more work to do. That from a former DA, there's a lot more work to do. How about you be a little, you know, in the middle, kind of weave a little more and say, you know what, the jury has spoken, so be it. You have to trash the criminal justice system. The vice president of the United States decides that the Kyle Rittenhouse jury who heard all the facts, and I'm not sure this woman is even capable of understanding the facts without giggling her way through uh, uh, the, 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 the facts. She then says, you know, we have to work toward improving the system. Nonsense. The law in Wisconsin is clear. The law across America is clear. You can use deadly physical force when you are confronted with deadly physical force. This young man was a police explorer. He was a fire cadet. He was a lifeguard. And he was a uh, a kid who was learning CPR and a medic. He went there with his medic kit. He didn't cross state lines with an AR-15. His gun that he legally possessed in the state of Wisconsin was at his friend's house, locked up. Okay? And the DA was so angry that he overcharged on every count and, and even included a charge that wasn't legally sufficient. It is not illegal to have a long gun if you're 17 years old in the state of Wisconsin. And that's how disingenuous, dishonest, and politicized these people were. This case went to charge within 48 hours. The toxicology on the autopsy uh, report wasn't even back. They didn't even interview the witnesses. They didn't have a chance to even look at the drones, which the prosecution withheld the clear, uh, one of the clear drones from the defense. This prosecution was an embarrassment. And trust me, folks, it hurts me to say this because you know I'm a prosecutor. You know that it's in my DNA. It's who I am. It's what I'm about. But this is an absolutely amazing uh, scenario where the prosecution overcharged. And right now, I think it's possible that they might be able to be charged for a malicious prosecution given the overcharge, given the fact that they didn't even look at these charges properly. And when this kid 
who was deemed a white supremacist. I'm going to tell you this, folks. The DA had his phone. They had his password. They had a chance to look at everything on his website, on his uh, on his cell phone. There was nothing that indicated he was a white supremacist, a domestic terrorist, or a member of a militia. This was a a good kid who spent his life trying to do good. He was a not you know he may have been a little naive, but at the same time he understood the law of self defense. He was not an active shooter. He only shot when he had to. Someone put their hands up. He didn't shoot at them. And that same person then brings their hands down to and puts a gun to his head. He shoots him. And that's gross Christ. And this guy, Huber, hits him in the head with a skateboard. He falls down and starts pulling his gun off him. He feels the, uh, uh, the strap slip off him. He is entitled to defend himself because that skateboard, when used like a baseball bat, can knock your head off and cause serious injury. But he understood one shot, that was it. And Rosenbaum was a pedophile. Rosenbaum, Huber, was a domestic uh, uh, violence felon. And Grosskreitz had his problems with the law as well. I'm not saying that because of that they deserved anything that happened to them. But what I'm telling you is let's not paint them as angels because these protests allow nut jobs to go out and act out their psychopathic, sociopathic anger and personalities. This kid, Kyle Rittenhouse, was shown two hours earlier cleaning at the police off a building. He was cleaning graffiti. This isn't the kid who went for to, for trouble, and he had body armor. People say, "Well, why did he have body armor?" He had body armor because he got it in the in the course he took as a police cadet, a police explorer. He gave it to someone else. He didn't even wear it. So you know, the jury finding Kyle not guilty on Friday on all charges stemming from the shootings that killed two people and injured another was the right verdict. The jury spent three and a half days of deliberation. They did the right thing. Lady Justice was blind to all the nonsense that these social justice warriors and these leftists wanted us to buy into. And it renewed my faith in the criminal justice system in America. And I will never, folks, I will never forget the the audience of 2,500 and the roar that came after the silence when they heard that he was acquitted as he should have been. All right, on 9-11, we vowed to never forget. Help America keep that promise. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, dot org. And... Up next on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show, we'll be speaking with Congressman Lee Zeldin. And later on, your chance to vote your thoughts. We open up to the Friends of the Court hotline coming right up here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Judge Jeanine Pirro is dominating the headlines right now. It's the perfect time for a verdict, and you heard it. Here, this is the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been honoring America's heroes ever since. 
To mark 20 years since 9-11, the foundation's chairman and CEO, Frank Siller, connected where America was attacked on foot. From the Pentagon to Shanksville to downtown Manhattan, where he retraced his brother's footsteps. Thanks to your support, Towers of Light returned to the Pentagon and Shanksville memorials. And for the first time, our country recognized the people we lost to 9-11 related illness through the foundation's name reading ceremony. And in another first, those lost in the war on terror had their names read aloud. That ceremony is now the newest Tunnel to Towers annual tradition. Now Foundation is bringing hope to heroes and their families, giving away at least one home a day from Thanksgiving to New Year's Eve. I'm so excited about that, folks. I got to tell you, I, I get goosebumps whenever I talk about it. Honor our vow to never forget. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. All right, welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Special shout out as well for those of you joining us via our live stream on the 77 WABC mobile app and on WABCradio.com, streaming worldwide. And for those with Alexa smart home speakers, you can tune in as well by simply saying, Alexa, enable the 77 WABC skill. Now, Joining us now is a congressman representing New York's first congressional district. He's also running for governor of New York in the 2022 gubernatorial election. Please join me in welcoming uh, Congressman Lee Zeldin to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Now, let me tell you a little bit uh, about Lee. Um, uh, he's obviously a congressman, uh, and that's why we want to we want to hear from from him uh but he has represented new york's first congressional district in the house since 2015 he represents two-thirds of suffolk county including uh smithtown the entire entirety of brookhaven uh riverhead south hold southampton east hampton shelter island uh and he is uh he served as a member of the new york state senate before that and he has announced his candidacy but good morning uh congressman zeldin i gotta tell you i'm fired up and i hope you are i watch uh, Kevin McCarthy go through that marathon uh, discussion of the alleged Build Back Better bill. Uh, and Friday morning, the House voted to approve the approximately $2 trillion social and climate spending package ending months of squabbles. Tell me about it. Well, good morning, Judge. It's great to be back with you. And there is this effort well underway with one party Democratic rule in D.C., to radically transform our country. And the president and others are trying to convince us that this bill isn't going to cost anything. Now, even if you were to make believe that this wasn't uh, going to cost as much because they were going to raise taxes, it still is going to add hundreds of billions of dollars to the deficit. They're just lying to us. Now, there are a whole lot of Americans concerned about the debt and deficit in this country and how Democrats are viewing this all as a ceiling, uh, as just a floor, not the ceiling. They just want to keep spending more money when they wake up the next day. On top of that, you have to look at the policy changes that, they, that they're looking to make inside of the bill, whether it's amnesty for people who aren't legally in the country, paying out child tax credits towards people who aren't legally inside of the country, having the IRS buying on average, everyday, hardworking, blue-collar Americans. There are so many policy changes that uh, are destructive. And we want our country to be the best version of itself. They want our country to be like some other country somewhere else. It's bad for us. Well, Congressman. Our, our nation's future. 
Well, you know what? Everybody, I can't imagine that somebody who's normal wouldn't agree with that. Uh, You know, when you, I think we've got $8 trillion in debt uh, since 2020. I I think it's either, I think it's 6.8 trillion or 8.6 trillion. I got the numbers backwards. But here's the bottom line. If anybody thinks this is going to cost us nothing, they're looney tunes. But then again, the people in the White House are looney tunes. Uh, so is it true that it's unlimited welfare for all illegals? Is that correct? Well, it's, it's increasing the amount of benefits for illegals. Uh, but the Democrats can always find new ways to add even more incentives that they haven't uh, legalized yet. Maybe that'll be for their next bill or the bill after. But they are increasing the um, amount of benefits for people who are illegally in our country. All right, Congressman, you know, when you when I listen to Nancy Pelosi say we have we have the build back better bill that is historic, transformative and larger than anything we've ever done. I mean, she's even admitting that it's larger than anything that they've ever done. And, you know, she it, she's echoing the words of Joe Biden, the transformation, transformative. What are they trying, Congressman Zeldin, to turn this country into? It's multidimensionally. One is inside of our schools. If you're a parent, you want to be more active in your son or daughter's education. And Democrats are saying, well, then I guess you have to homeschool your kids. And you have a whole lot of Democrats. I, I had a woman who she lived two doors down from me. She moved away about a couple of years ago, about a mile or so away. But she stayed in touch with my wife. She is a loyal uh, Bernie Sanders supporter, far left. She calls up my wife on election night, November 2nd, and said for the first time in her life, she voted straight Republican, single issue education. The long game is inside of the schools, pitting kids against other kids, sex education material that is far from being age appropriate. As far as what's happening right now in real time, they're trying to get more and more people to rely on the government in order to survive. That, that is their pathway, they believe, towards more power. Additionally, they know that they get rewarded at the ballot box by offering people free stuff. Unfortunately, more Americans are catching on to it. I, mean, I could show up at some campaign event and say, hey, vote for me and you'll get free health care, free education, free housing, and we'll just add a whole bunch of money. On top but of illegals it. aren't supposed to be voting. Are they voting, Congressman Zeldin? Who, illegals? Yeah. You know, so in New York City, they're actually proposing to legalize illegals to vote. Uh, but no, in, in the rest of our elections, in U.S. elections, if you're not legally in the country, you should not be voting. Now, what, what they're yeah, doing but this is, is this is a deal, Congressman. They're giving them licenses. A license is a point yes. of identification yeah. that they can use to vote. Yeah, they they actually so what they did at first was they made it so that when you go to get a driver's license, like in New York State, they just legalized driver's licenses for illegals. They also legalized it that when you go get a driver's license that you can opt in to vote. They then changed it where the new law is that you have to opt out of voting. So now illegals are going to get their driver's licenses. And unless they opt out, they're getting registered to vote.
Amazing, amazing. All right, Congressman Lee Zeldin, I can't thank you enough for being with us today. It is a it is a very frustrating scenario for so many of us as we watch this country and everything that's happening to it go go down the tubes in terms of financial deficit. All right, thank you. We're fighting for it because we love it, and we're going to double down and triple down on our passion and beliefs. We're battling for the heart and soul of our country, and losing is not an option. All right, thank you. All right, take care. Thank you, Congressman Zeldin. All right, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is bringing hope to heroes during its season of hope from Thanksgiving to New Year's Eve. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, dot org. Judge Jeanine Hero is dominating the headlines right now. It's the perfect time for a verdict, and you heard it here. This is the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Now, here's Judge Jeanine Pirro. All right. Welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Joining us now is a man who really needs no introduction, but I'll tell you who he is. Who he is. His name is Leo Terrell. He is a dear friend of mine. If you watch Fox, if you watch my show on Saturday nights at 9 o'clock, on the Fox News Channel, Justice with Judge Janine. You'll see Leo Terrell is one of my guests who is on every weekend. We love Leo. He's a lawyer. Uh, he's a fighter. Uh, he's a civil rights activist. And Leo, how else would you describe yourself? Uh, you know what, Judge? Uh, may I first say hi to Red, Ted, and Stella? Oh, thank you. Thank you, you my dogs. I, I, I love your picture of them. And secondly, I'm a, I'm a school teacher. I'm a school teacher besides that. And I still have my teaching license, my law license. So uh, education is very important to me. It's the key to break the poverty cycle. Unfortunately, Democrats in Democratic cities and the teachers unions don't understand it. Well, I'll tell you. So, but to this morning, I mean, you are a man for all seasons, obviously. You've been a teacher and a lawyer, but you're a fighter. You're a fighter like I am, Leo, and I want to talk about the Kyle Rittenhouse case. Uh, you know, we had this case where Black Lives Matter uh, is is trying to make the, this all about race. And there, that's a big lie that this was about race. But I'd like you to tell me, whether or not there is any part of this Kyle Rittenhouse case that would cause anyone in Black Lives Matter to go out there and start protesting and start, you know, stealing from buildings and stealing from stores the way they did in Chicago and San Francisco and the protest. Talk, talk to us. No, thank you very much for that question, Judge. Black Lives Matter right now is irrelevant. They're totally irrelevant. The Kyle Rittenhouse case had nothing to do with race. It had nothing to do with black people. Inside that courtroom, that was a colorblind verdict. Kyle Rittenhouse was a white male who shot in self-defense three other white males. There was no reference to black lives or black individuals in that courtroom. But they don't care, Judge. They will do anything to make themselves relevant or to justify the looting and robbing that's going on. And you know what? They get shade. They get protection from the Democratic Party because you don't hear the Democratic leadership criticizing them. In fact, I honestly believe the Democratic Party is intimidated by Black Lives Matter. Final point, I want to be clear to all your listeners. Black Lives Matter does not represent Leo James Terrell or does not represent 98 to 99 percent of black America is a fringe extremist organization. 
Well, I'll tell you, it is a fringe extremist Marxist socialist organization looking to destroy property and looking to divide us in America. But, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse has been a punching bag for those on the left to promote their various agendas about race and anti-gun. And in the end, that jury from Kenosha, Wisconsin, they ended up with a verdict saying he had the right to defend himself. And, you know, I I, got to tell you that that it reinforced my faith in the criminal justice system. Leo, I mean, that's my wheelhouse. I was the DA. I was a judge. I mean, that was my criminal. That was, that's my baby. And I I just, I had such a good feeling. I said, oh my God, justice is still, it still works in America. What was your take on it? Judge, exactly the identical feeling you had yesterday. On Friday when that verdict came down, I tweeted out, the jury system works. I am proud to be a lawyer. We have the greatest legal system on the planet. And as, a, as an American, as a lawyer, I was so proud of those 12 jurors who said, no, we're not going to be pressured by the outside forces. We accept the rule of law. And I want to be very, very clear. Those clowns on, the, on, the, on those left-wing media, they know the truth. They have lawyers there. They know the truth. Kyle Rittenhouse exercised his right to defend himself. He was being attacked. And in this country, self-defense is an affirmative defense. I am proud of our legal system. It worked on Friday. Well, and and now the question is, can Kyle Rittenhouse sue Joe Biden for defamation? You know, Judge, I honestly believe he does. And I'm saying on your radio show, please, Kyle Rittenhouse, Joe Biden, he was a he was not president when he made those outrageous right. racist statements. He was he was a private citizen running for president. Kyle Rittenhouse is not a white supremacist. That is a lie. Kyle Rittenhouse should sue him and all those networks. And Kyle Rittenhouse, can I please uh, take the deposition of Joe Biden? I want to just <laughs> annihilate him. I and Leo, can I be your him. assistant on that one? How about oh, I be? Please, Judge. <laughs> We would be a one-two punch. Yeah, for sure, Leo. For sure, I gotta tell you. You know, uh, you know. Look, yeah, Nick Sandman. You know, in the uh, the the which which case was it? Yeah, Covington case, wearing the MAGA hat. You know, and and they said the same thing about him. You know, Linwood was his attorney, and he ended up beating CNN and the Washington Post. And several of those cases are still pending against the New York Times and NBC. You know, it shows that, you you know, they tried to defame us at every turn. And you know what? I'm so sick of this white supremacist thing. How can you be a white supremacist when Kyle... Uh, Rittenhouse is, is white. Uh, oh, the, the, the people who were shot, the, you know, the, the pedophile and, and the domestic abuser and, and the other one, they were all white. The judge was white. Every attorney was white. Everybody on the jury was white. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. You can't. You can't because it's a lie. If they don't care about the truth, judge, if you and I try to figure that out, we'll go bonkers. They don't care. They propagate misinformation. That is their strength. They lie. So don't even try to – don't stress out. You can't figure it out because it's not true. America yeah, but you know that. what? You know he, go ahead, Leo. Go ahead. No, you go no, ahead. No, go ahead, Judge. No, you go ahead. I brought you on. They're sick of hearing from me. <laughs> well, no, no, Judge. You do a great radio show. I don't know which one you like better, radio, TV. I was listening. You're pretty – you're real good on radio. Judge, you. the American – you know what? They used the Democrats usually they used to play the race car every other year, every four years. 
but they're playing it every day. And now average Americans, those Americans who believe in justice, they don't buy it anymore. They don't buy it. And, the, and you know what? The left is yelling more and more racism every day. If you don't agree with them, you're a racist. If you disagree with any of their policy, you're a racist. If you believe that Kyle Rittenhouse was innocent, you're a white supremacist. Because everything is racism. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, it is it's not only ridiculous, but, you know, you look around America, Leo, we all get along. I'm sorry. We all get along. Families have, you know, people of all colors and races and ethnicities and religions. America gets along. But these people looking to divide us and the mainstream media supportive of it and looking down at us. You know, I I don't know if you heard me earlier, Leo. I was talking about the fact that I was giving a speech in Phoenix, Arizona, in front of 2,500 people. I was talking about Kyle Rittenhouse at the time. And somebody yelled verdict and, you know, with Within a minute or two, I said, you know, let's bow our heads. Let's just wait. And it was pin silent. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Leo, there was a (laughs) roar of 2,500 people. It was one of the most emotional moments. I'll show you the video. It just blew my mind. And I said, you know, yeah, that is America. That is not the haters, the racists, the people who want to divide us. You know, it is, this is America. And you know what? We've got to take America back. We really do. I'm sick of this nonsense. And by the way, you think? We're going to. 2022. It's going to be a tremendous blowout. And I'll tell you right now, in 2024, our our favorite guy is going to be in that White House. I guarantee you, that's my commitment for the next two years. I'm going to retire Nancy Pelosi. She's going to come back to California. She's done. She got she got 12 months left, and she's done. Totally. Well, you know what's amazing? I think she knows that her time as Speaker of the House is she coming does. to an end, and she's probably looking for a cushion somewhere because I can't imagine that the House, that, that the Republicans aren't going to win the House. And I can't imagine that she's going to stay there. But I got to tell you, she got the bill back better, but it's still got to go through the Senate. Uh, and, uh, you know, she's had all this spending, all this nonsense, you know, all this money, you know, $450,000 for people who crossed here illegally when Americans are working two and three jobs to put food on the table and are counting their pennies. And now they're going to sick the, the, the IRS after the rest of us, you know, they just want, they, yeah. You can't, you listen, you, you, you're singing to the, you're singing to the choir. I live in the worst state in the country, California. You still live in there, Leo? You know what, Judge? Honestly, I want your, your listeners to know this. Last year was the first time I thought about leaving California. But I am going to fight for California like Rick Grinnell. We're yep. going to take California back. And I guarantee you, California is going to turn from blue to purple to red. It's going to take time, but I'm committed. Well, your lips to God's ears, and I just want to make one more comment before I let you go. You know, the mainstream media is so corrupt, and they are such liars, that there are newspapers in, I believe it's Europe and South America, who are saying that Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted of killing two black men. Because the American media is so dishonest and so disingenuous that they're spewing this stuff out that they're reporting to the world that that, you know, this this uh, the murderer, Kyle Rittenhouse, who killed two blacks, was acquitted. And the, the, the amazing part of all of it, the amazing part of all of it is that there is no consequence to any of them. No. So you're, you're 
You're 100% right, and that's the scary part about it. I'm telling you, Judge, shows like yours on this radio program, Judge Janine on Saturday, what Fox News, if there wasn't Fox News, this country would be in trouble regarding getting the truth out. And I'll tell you right now, it's the great neutralizer, Fox against those giant, lying, left-wing media organizations. And we're doing a very good job. And one other point, if people want to see diversity, if people want to see America, watch Fox. You got people of all different colors, oh, yeah. days, religion. It's beautiful. Yep, yep, yep. We are. We are. Anyway, Leo Terrell, we love you. Thanks so much for coming on. Uh, and uh, Red, I'll tell Red, Ted, and Stella you were asking about them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Send me more pictures. I love them. I love those pictures. <laughs> My Thank standard you, poodle, guys. All right. Love you, Leo. Take care. Thank Take you. Care. All right. And your phone calls are coming up right here on the Tunnel to Towers. Judge Janine Pirro uh, Foundation Sunday morning show. We want you to call into the Friends of the Court hotline at 1-800-848-WABC. And uh, that's 1-800-848-9222 now. And the results that we've been waiting to reveal, we're going to be talking about our question of the week. And it's coming up next right here on the one and only WABC. And in the worst terror attack ever to take place on American soil, 2,977 people lost their lives. It was September 11, 2001. But in the face of horror, brave Americans responded. Many even stepped forward to enlist in our armed forces. Since then, more than 7,000 U.S. soldiers made the ultimate sacrifice. Those heroes were part of the war on terror, America's response to 9-11. They fought for us, but they never came home. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation honored those men and women who gave everything by reading their names aloud for the first time ever in a new annual ceremony. Tunnel to Towers is making sure their sacrifice is never forgotten. The foundation season of hope runs from Thanksgiving to New Year's Eve, and at least one mortgage-free home a day is being given away for 37 days to honor America's greatest heroes. Do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. The Judge Jennings Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show on 77 WABC. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Did you know the price of silver has increased 340% since 2000 and it continues trending higher? Universal Coin and Bullion is offering our listeners a special locked-in price of just $30 for a beautiful one-ounce 2021 American Silver Eagle coin. It's the most popular coin in the world for collectors and investors. This limited offer is available at dealer's cost because Universal Coin wants you to own the nation's first newly designed silver bullion coin since President Reagan signed the Bullion Act in 1985. Call Universal Coin like I did, leaders in the precious metal industry at 800 UCB Gold to get your beautiful U.S. Mint silver coin for only $30. Postage is free and you'll be dealing with experts. In fact, the company's president, Dr. Mike Fulgens, is recognized as America's gold expert and he is the 2021 Coin Dealer of the Year. They also have rare gold coins, but this special silver deal is only available using the code PIRO. Call UC, call 800-UCB-GOLD. That's 800-UCB-GOLD. Thank you. All right. Welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Uh, all right. You know what time it is. It's time to reveal our question of the week. Last week, we posed the question, do you believe Kyle Rittenhouse was defending himself? 
Now, the question was posed because during the trial, Kyle Rittenhouse uh, was charged with multiple crimes, including first-degree intentional homicide, following an incident during a protest in Kenosha, Wisconsin, in August of 2020. He has since been found not guilty on each and every charge. So, here are the results from my listeners. This is a hoot, folks. You're not going to believe this. You know, my listeners are either prescient or they really listen to me and like what I say because 0% said no and 100% said yes, Kyle Hit Rittenhouse was defending himself. And once again, our listening audience was right on the money. Kyle Rittenhouse has been found not guilty on all the charges against him. So... For this week's upcoming question of the week, uh, do you, well, now you already, I think, agree with the verdict. Uh, As we approach Thanksgiving, we all know that inflation is continuing to rise. It's the highest that it's been in 30 years. Food, gas, meat, everything, milk, everything is costing more. So inflation is a real problem. But in Washington, Nancy Pelosi and the people of her ilk think that the spending bill will not have a negative impact on Americans and the economy. So my question to you is, do you think that the spending bill that the Democrats just passed in the House uh, uh, will have a positive or negative impact on Americans and the economy. So since we need a yes or no, I'll, I'll, I'll say it this way. Do you think that the spending bill will have a negative impact on Americans and the economy? Do you think the spending bill will have a negative impact on Americans and the economy? Maybe some of you think it'll be positive. I don't want to mislead you. So make sure you chime into the conversation and vote. All you have to do is log on to our website at wabcradio.com forward slash tag forward slash web dash poll. Okay, I'll do it again. That's wabcradio.com forward slash the word tag forward slash the word web dash the word poll. I'll be reading the results of the question of the week next Sunday live right here on 77 WABC. And now it's time for your phone calls. I can't wait to hear from you. So uh, here we go. Let's go to, let's see, Joette in Staten Island. Oh, hello, Judge. You are such a voice of sanity in this crazy <laughs> world. Thank you, Joette. Uh, it's such a pleasure to listen to you, whether you're on TV or on the radio. Thank but, you. Um, I What's your question? My question is, is it possible or legal for the government now to pursue uh, Kyle Rittenhouse under any condition? All right, Joette, it's a great question. I didn't have a chance to talk about it. Uh, As you know, obviously, Joette, uh, Congressman Adam Nadler says he wants the Department of Justice to investigate Kyle Rittenhouse. Now, the the truth is that uh, the left, as you know, is absolutely crazed about this verdict because it means that Americans, 12, could agree unanimously on five different counts and they're trying to get their ounce of uh, 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 flesh 
here to go after Kyle. Can they start an investigation? Absolutely. Will they? I think they probably will because you know the Department of Justice ran, run by Merrick Garland was going after parents as uh, the domestic terrorists within four days after the National Association of School Board uh, decided that, you know, parents were a threat to school administrators and to uh, the school board members. So they are, this is a very politicized Department of Justice. Uh, can they get anything? Absolutely not. There's no civil rights issues here. Uh, no, he, this, if anything, Joette, and I, I haven't had a chance to tell you uh, how impressed I was with Kyle Rittenhouse's testimony. This kid did not pull uh, the trigger or shoot anything more than he had to to defend himself. And when people held their hands up, his gun went down. This kid was only looking to defend himself. Can they make life miserable for him? Probably. They probably will. But he can also... Uh, I think, make life miserable for Joe Biden, and they would sue him after uh, he leaves the uh, the president's office, uh, after he leaves the White House, for defamation. That is a clear-cut case of defamation. I hope he brings the case. He can sue the mainstream media. He can sue newspapers, publishers, uh, the president. Uh, you know, he was not a public figure. He was not a white supremacist. There is not a scintilla of evidence that shows that he was. But I'm not worried about the Department of Justice. They can try all they want. All I want for this kid is for him to heal and to and to continue to grow. So thanks for that great question. Uh, let's go to Josh and Mamaronek. Yeah, Janine, if the federal government goes after old Kyle, the, the Biden's ratings will probably be in the low teens before you know it. Thing is, um, people have to know the hard left is vicious. They're as vicious as anybody can be. And now you got to realize when they get their hands fully on the printing press for the money in this country, the atomic weapons and everything else, that your life is going to be really miserable here. They're going to give all the money. Sky's limit for the illegal aliens. They want to flood them in. Yep. I, I know that you had the guest on before. Forget about California's gone forever. Come on, who's going to go in there? <laughs> No, but Leo, Leo, we have to have faith, uh, uh, you know, but go ahead, Josh. Realistical. I mean, we heard this nonsense. The illegals are going to save Social Security, folks. The young guys out there, yeah. the girls, that's what they said 20 years ago, just so you know. They're just lying. The I remember this. They want the country flooded in here. And now I keep hearing these people saying, oh, but Kyle shouldn't have been there in Kenosha. Let me tell you something. Kyle could be anywhere he wants to be. And the thing is, if their neighborhoods were being rioted and looted and pillaged, they would wish there were a million Kyle Rittenhouses inside their neighborhoods. And also right. the, fact is, the, the fact is now, folks, that the country is tipping. You, you might be a temporary thing this past election, but the yep. country is going so far left, they're inviting everybody in here. Legal immigration has to be stopped cold with illegal immigration. If you had the military down on that border down there, you wouldn't be having these illegals come in here. Okay, so but what's your question? I, I agree with you. Do you have a question? Sure. It's almost <laughs> lunchtime. I'm going to Grimaldi's Pizza. Would you Oh, stop it. Enough with Grimaldi's. Thank you. All right. Um, okay, Stuart from Manhattan. Uh, yes, Judge. Uh, th this evidence is the issue of... Uh, Prosecutors being immune from prosecutorial misconduct in relation to withholding exculpatory evidence that was witnessed in twisted justice. As all right. Thanks, Stuart. Uh, all right. Is it William Amodio again, folks? <laughs> William, stop calling. All right. Uh, Don from Washington Heights. Talk to me. 
Yes, hello, Justice Janine. Listen, does Kyle's father have a business in Kenosha, or does he live in Kenosha? Yes, yes, Kyle's father. I'm so glad you asked, uh, Don. Kyle's father lives in Kenosha, which is about 15 minutes from where Kyle lives with his mother and sisters. Not only does Kyle's father live in Kenosha, which is like 15 minutes away, but he was a lifeguard in Kenosha. That's where he went to work. His friends were in Kenosha. You know, most of his friends were there. And a lot of what he did in terms of CPR and and the other uh, things that he did, CPR, he was a police explorer. He was a fire cadet. I mean, he all of this stuff, he had every right to be in Kenosha, like uh, one of the callers said a few minutes ago. And he could be anywhere he wants to be, and you have the legal right to defend yourself. But the truth is that going to Kenosha every day is not unusual for Kyle. I mean, you know, all of this nonsense, oh, he crossed state lines with an AR-15. He did not. The gun was in Wisconsin. He had a right to have it there. The judge dismissed the charge. You can have a long gun if you're 17 in Wisconsin. End of the story. I'm tired of these people. So, uh, you know, I'm going to take one more question here, folks. Uh, Let's go to, okay, well, Saul. In Nassau County. Hey, Judge Janine, how are you? I love to listen to you every Thank single you. time. Thank you. Uh, What's your uh, question? I would love to know what would everybody said if Kyle would have found guilty, God forbid. What yeah. would people say then? Well, I think if Kyle had been found guilty, I think a lot of people would have been concerned about the law of self-defense. They would be concerned. Look, I'll tell you why the law of self-defense is so important, and I appreciate your call and teeing up the issue for me. With the defunding of police, with police being told to stand down, and you know that night police were standing down. That's why you have this vacuum where people come in to take care and save their businesses because the police are told by the left to stand down and not do anything. The more that happens, the more all of us are going to have to rely on ourselves for our own protection. And you know what? Uh, This is just something that I think. I think that the feds want to get rid of the local police. That's why they started this defund the police. They wanted to fund it in Minneapolis and in Portland and in New York City and anywhere there's a local police department so that they can bring in a federalized police force that is responsible and responsive, I should say, only to the feds in Washington. That is part of their dream. Their dream is to take away local police and have us be controlled and then take away our guns. That's where this whole thing is going, and that's why the law of self-defense being reinforced is so important. Well, I can't believe we're out of time already. Make sure you join us back here next Sunday at 11 a.m. sharp for the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Happy Sunday, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.